Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel lesson for this morning comes from Mark, the 10th chapter. As Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus out of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet. But he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. Here ends our gospel lesson. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. A divine healer in his miracle ministry called out to a tent revival service a few years ago and said, Anyone with special needs who wants to be prayed for, please come forward to the front. With that, John got in line. And when it was his turn, the pastor asked, John, what do you want me to pray for you? John replied, Pastor, I need you to pray for help with my hearing. Uh, The pastor put one finger in John's ear, placed the other on top of his head, and then prayed and prayed, and the whole congregation joined in with much enthusiasm. After a few minutes, the pastor removed his hands, stood back and asked, John, how is your hearing now? John answered, not sure. My hearing is actually next Thursday at the courthouse. This is my belabored segue into our gospel passage for this week. It really doesn't tie in hardly at all, other than it's a joke about healing. So, Unlike the guy in the joke, Bartimaeus suffered real physical hardship as a blind man. More than that, because he could not see, he could not provide for himself. He was familiar with the world being dark and inaccessible to him. He was also well acquainted with begging for help. The gospel passage describes him not only as a blind, but also as a beggar. His only means of survival was pleading for the charity of others. So when Jesus came to his hometown of Jericho, it did not seem to be a big deal for him to turn his well-practiced habits of begging and beg towards the Savior of the world. 
He began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And we know that this blind man was well practiced at begging in ways that others around him were not, based on their reactions. Instead of siding with him and adding to his pleas and asking that the son of David just help the man already, the crowd instead turned on Bartimaeus, turned on him for asking too much, too loudly of the teacher who had come to town. They respected this man, and they were appalled that the blind Bartimaeus did not respect him in the same way. Wouldn't it be great if they were more offended by this beggar's poor circumstances than by the scene he made with his desperate pleas for healing? Poverty makes for a sad state of affairs, but still today many of us act more offended by the unseemliness of the poor than by the rising rates of poverty and hunger all across America. Well, it seems that Bartimaeus had been blind for a long time. And instead of being known as one that the whole city of Jericho came out and cared for and supported, he was known as one who had to beg, to constantly plead for assistance from others in order to survive. It would have been clear to everyone in the city of Jericho, which was really more like a small town, that Bartimaeus could not take care of himself alone. I mean, they all knew he was blind. He needed help. He couldn't see for crying out loud, and they all knew it. Still, he had to beg. He had to beg to provide for himself because there was no one else to support him if he did not demand the scraps and leftovers from others' tables. Blindness was his physical ailment to bear because of circumstance and chance. But poverty was thrust upon him by his community that did not care for one who could not support himself. In the face of their indifference, his only option was to beg, to beg loudly and clearly. Blind Bartimaeus had nothing to lose, though and everything to gain by getting Jesus' attention, no matter how much peace he had to disturb along the way. Oftentimes, the most desperate circumstances make for the most miraculous turnarounds in life. Bartimaeus' case was as miraculous as any. Son of David, have mercy on me, he repeated over and over and over. It did not matter to him how many feathers he had to ruffle in order to get the great physician's attention. It was of little concern to him that he looked bad in front of our Messiah. He couldn't see anyway what it looks matter to him. The possibility of healing was was all that mattered. All that mattered. So he begged for his healing with abandon. Now, Jesus' response to the man's pleas was totally different than those in the crowd around them. The crowd tried to silence the blind man, 
But Jesus beckoned to him. Our text says that when Jesus called to him, Bartimaeus threw off his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. I love that. I really love that. That cloak was like the weight of the world that he was able to throw off in an instant just because Jesus called to him. No longer would he be constrained under it as as he was restricted by his blindness. For the man who was calling to him was about to do a wondrous, miraculous thing. Jesus asked Bartimaeus, What do you want me to do for you? So Bartimaeus, in turn, requested of Jesus with desperation and optimism, hopefulness. My teacher, let me see again. Now we might think this this was presumptuous of the man to ask of someone like Jesus. But again, we must remember that the blind beggar had nothing to lose and everything to gain in that moment. Just as he did not care much about the niceties of the crowd, so he had little concern for the perceived station or homage due to this man from Nazareth. For his part, Jesus did not take offense at the man's lofty request, but instead saw it as an act of faith. It was faithful, faithful for him to ask ask to see again. Immediately upon hearing Bartimaeus' request for his sight to be returned, Jesus said, Go, your faith has made you well. Only a man who truly believed that Jesus had the power to return his sight would make such a big request of Jesus. And Jesus delivered. What does this story mean for us this week? Well, for one thing, now and always, it is my hope that we do not silence the needs of the poor and downtrodden like the crowd did, but instead follow the path of Jesus and attend to those in need. It can be all too easy and convenient to pretend that other people's problems have nothing to do with us, so we should not concern ourselves with anyone but ourselves. This is not the way of Jesus, for when he heard Bartimaeus shouting out in desperation, Jesus beckoned to the beggar, asked what he needed, and miraculously tended to his blindness. Even though we are not miracle healers like the son of David, Anybody do that kind of healing? (laughs) If you're out there, we should probably talk, actually. (laughs) I wouldn't consider myself a miracle healer uh, like Jesus. But even though we are not miracle healers like him, still, the way of Christ is one of helping others in need. Additionally, We learn from the story that it is okay to ask big things of God. For Bartimaeus to regain his vision was a big deal, both for him and the one healing him. 
And Jesus praised his request and showed us that it is right and good for us to to ask God to help with the big problems in our own lives. Instead of being presumptuous or selfish, it is an act of faith to trust God with our problems, to trust God with our needs, and to even trust God with our wants. When we cry out, God, please take this cancer from me, it will be reckoned to us as righteousness. When we plead with our Lord in desperation, God, please spare the Mission Valley from any more COVID-19 deaths, it will be received as a faithful request by one who can save us. When we pray with earnestness for God to save us from bad relationships, heal heal us from our past traumas, take our ailments or our poverty from us, or cry out with any other need or want, no matter how self-involved, truly believing that God can change things for the better. When we pray in that way, truly believing that God can and will change things for the better, then God will hear our prayers and receive them with love. As we all know, our prayers may not be answered in the material world, but our requests of God will all be answered one way or another in the end. At the last, our prayers will be fulfilled by the one who hears our cries, gives sight to the blind, and gives hope to the impoverished, and most importantly, by the one who wipes away our tears once and for all. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book, called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen.